Okay. I see Nick's chair. I don't see anyone in it, but I assume he is coming back soon. Welcome, Brian. How are you? Uh, let's turn you my Happy. Started with a good launch. This is a great year, and I'm so proud of you. This is the 10th year anniversary. Can you believe it? Huh. Yes. It's fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. Um, okay, so we'll get started without Nick because um, we want to get started. Oh, here he is. Hi, Nick. How you doing? Hold on. Let's unmute you. Oh. Hi. How you doing there? Uh, good. Here, let me unmute me. You're unmuted. Okay, you can hear me. Perfect. So the, the first question is, is Nick, is it true that if I want to have a consultation with you that you charge $1,000 an hour? Is that, is that correct? One-on-one, yes. Okay. So everyone, this is valuable information we're getting. I'm going to raise my prices, Stephen. I think you should. <laughs> okay. So both of you are full of a lot of information, but we don't have that much time. So I'm going to ask you not to give us all the information you have because we'll only get through four questions and I'd like to ask you 40. So <laughs> even though there's a lot you could tell us on everything, what we really want is the code to the safe. If there's a billion dollars in a safe and you know the code, we just want to know the code. So we really don't want to know the history. We want to know, we want to prevent cancer, heart attack, Alzheimer's, MS, Parkinson's, arthritis, osteoporosis, diabetes, obesity. We just want the formula. That's it. We just want the formula. We, we have, everyone's got a pen in their left in their hand, a piece of paper, or they're at a keyboard. They want to know exactly what to do to prevent disease. That's it. They're not interested in health and nutrition. They're interested in staying healthy. So I'm going to ask you questions with that goal. So let's get started. Um, what do you want to tell us? You know, in other words, if that's all we care about, we do not care anything about ashwagandha at all. We just want the code. So we'll do anything. We'll do. So the question is as specific as you can for people who want to live to a hundred without getting diseases. Can you tell us? Break it down. Say number one, number two, what should we do to completely avoid disease? We'll do anything. Go ahead. So I'll start. There's five foundational lifestyle and attitudinal processes that we've learned over the last 70 years, not only reverse disease, prevent disease, but dramatically slow the aging process. And so the number one thing that I've learned in all of these decades, 53 years that I've done this work, is people's perspective and the way they have their mindset to either a limitless life or a limited life is number one, no question, the foremost and most important aspect of living a long, healthy life without disease. Now, in my latest book, which I've just presented, the uh, whole group has seen that hopefully now, which is the self-healing mission. I have actually explained the latest science on mindfulness. So the finest 20 meta studies pulled together 
where they looked at the common things that were discovered in the top 20 studies that have been conducted over the last two years. And we know what happens when you focus, when you're clear, and you have an affirmative attitude. We know that in many cases that you actually can count up to 40% more immune system cells after just a short time. We know that the antigens in the body, that means the guys who come out and say, hey, here comes a virus, a bacteria, a cancer, whatever it may be, a mold, a yeast, let's get it. So now the immune system knows what to do, dramatically improve. We know that the entire blood circulatory system carries the stem cells and carries out the old dead cells. So it's a done deal now. This is no longer a philosophical thing that your attitude is overwhelmingly the first and foremost. Now, I'll add a caveat to that. If we don't change people's attitude, they will not do the second, third, fourth, and fifth thing. And the second thing is eating very pure. Now, a lot of people have ideas about what purity is depending upon what level of the house they've stopped and decided to live in. What we did is we go right to the essence of what we've seen clinically work now since 1956. And what we've seen clinically work is what works for 100% of every other creature on earth, because all 8 million known species eat a raw food diet in nature. Now I'll repeat this so you don't miss what I'm saying. So 100% of every single other creature on the planet, species on the planet, in nature, eat 100% raw diet. And that's what we've been employing here for 70 years. And in a clinical setting with hundreds of thousands of people, our medical team doing testing, not only of the results that we see in the progress of the, of the person, but also the outcomes. And the outcomes have been stunning, as most of you know. You know, we're best known for people coming here and reversing disease and premature aging. So the food is absolutely organic, has been for all those decades. We've never served anything but organic plant-based foods. Number two, uncooked and unprocessed. Now you don't have to be a genius or a scientist to know when you take a plant and you cook it, you're gonna lose a massive amount of the nutrient load and most important, the medicine in it, the phytochemicals, the phytonutrients in it. And in fact, in great part, green. Now what we've learned is that the original diet of man without any question with the legitimate, and there's not too many, but legitimate anthropologists that are finally truly looking at the way our ancestors ate and saying we were plant eaters, said we were very high in fruit consumption at one point. And we always ate greens and herbs, but the greens and herbs were for healing more so, and the energy was coming from fruit. Now, let me preface that by saying the fruits were dynamically and dramatically different than they are today. There's not a fruit that you and I have ever seen, consumed, or know about that's not a hybridization of the original fruits, which, by the way, had nutrient loads and protein levels that were up to 10 times to 20 times higher. That's what the agricultural scientists tell me. So today, sadly, they've been hybrid and weakened, and the sugar contents are the, the highest amount of anything that's in it. So for most people today, we need the greens to heal on a planet that's so broken, so diseased, and so sick. And Nick and I are going to completely speak about this. He's going to show you some pictures out of the latest book. But if you're not exercising, and this is the biggest contention I have with plant-based eaters, they all sit around 
and talk about how wonderful plant-based diets are and how it reverses cancer and heart disease and diabetes, but they all look like hell because they don't exercise. Now, remember this. It's not an option. Your great-grandparents never thought, gee, it's an option. Uh, I'm going to starve to death so I won't farm. The nomads didn't say, I'm going to stop walking so I starve. I can't find food in, you know, as the spring comes and the, and the summer comes, and that's where I'm traveling. It's a nomadic lifestyle. And, and think about this. Anatomically and evolutionarily-wise, we were nomads for almost the entirety of the time we've been on this earth as homo sapiens. And so we know that you have to do at least four types of exercise. Three you all know about, and I'll speak about the last one. It's circulatory. So number one, you have to lift weight. Now everyone gets stuck on aerobic, aerobic. Aerobic is wonderful and we need aerobic. And I do aerobic seven days a week. But the fact of the matter is, weightlifting is actually more important to regulate body weight and keep all of you skinny people with muscle. Everyone's saying, I want to eat. When I'm eating healthy food, I get skinny. Guess what? Food's not supposed to be putting weight on your body. Muscle's supposed to be putting weight on your body. And if you're not willing to get into a gym and lift weight or do body weight, you basically are going to have problems with that. And this is giving us all a bad reputation in the plant-based arena. And many of the so-called experts look emaciated. Why? Because they're really great experts on biochemistry and nutrition, but they don't know a damn thing about something equally important to it. That's exercise. The last one is stretch. Third one is stretching. And after 40, that becomes increasingly more important by the year. And you, the only exercises that you do daily, uh, besides possibly aerobic, is abdominal exercise, which I do 925 a day in a sauna. And also, you have to stretch because ligaments and joints and your body muscular structure that is attached to ligament and joints and your, and your skeletal structure require movement, as we always had for almost the entire time we've been on this earth, as nomads and then agrarians, as farmers. And the last one, which I'll now, I just touched on it, is circulatory process that when I looked at this over the last 40 years, at least, I've recognized that the greatest benefit to your immune function with exercise has nothing to do with the weightlifting, aerobic, and stretching. It has to do the only way that you can possibly circulate cells the way they're supposed to, stem cells coming out to re repair and to bring about recovery, and also carry out the debris, is to be consistently doing exercise. Now we know the numbers, so get those pens out. And these are not the research that we've done here, although I completely concur with it, or I wouldn't be giving you these facts. The minimum amount of aerobic exercise that everyone must do to maintain, I'm not talking about what I'd like you to do and what you should do, is 35 minutes, five days a week of heart pounding, sweating, I don't wanna do this aerobic exercise. You must be doing at least an hour and a half of resistant exercise. Now, you know, my generation, we do combinations of CrossFit and also machines and free weights. To me, that works well. But I've seen people who are really expert in, in uh, CrossFit and body weight that do extremely well. Matter of fact, we have a PhD uh, here who's a physical therapist who's part of our team, analyzes every guest, and that's how he works out. And it's perfectly good.
The next thing is that you have to have an understanding that you're not alone. This is as important as anything else. Uh, you know, you can call it spirituality, some of you call it religion, some of you call it the universe, but until you get the burden off your back and start to recognize that you're part of an infinite, extraordinary system that you hopefully will figure out at least at some level before you, you go, uh, you're going to be really fighting against a, a tidal wave. And I know I, for a period of my life, thought it was all up to me. And that basically I was 100% uh, in every case, totally and absolutely responsible. And I couldn't ask for help. It was a weakness to ask for help. But you can ask for that help. And it doesn't have to be religious. It can be. It doesn't have to be spiritual. You don't have to sit in home or stand on your head. If you like to do that, go ahead and do it. But what I know is that the day about 35 years ago that I let go of the idea that it was all a human experience and that it wasn't a universal experience, is the date I really started to soar. So getting that connectivity. And the last one is community. And we couldn't really speak with any scientific authority on this until the last few years. What I'm very pleased to uh, report to you, the most impressive study on centenarians and super centenarians, that's 100-year-old people and 110-year-old people. And in that study, I think there were 27 and dozens and dozens of 100-year-olds is yes, a plant-based diet is the number one thing they discover dietarily for people that live a long life. Yes, they exercise, different types of exercise, depending but they're consistently exercised. But now equally important is your friendship, your partnership, your community, your communication with other people. So there are the five. So let's go through those once again. Your affirmative attitude, Overwhelmingly, number one. That stands probably two miles ab ab above everything else because that pulls everything else together. Yes, your diet, pure, plant-based, organic, and in great part, if not in total, uncooked, unprocessed, raw, where all the life force is in it. Yes, we talk about exercise. Exercise is powerfully important, but not just sitting doing aerobic to lose weight. By the way, you, you lose more weight when you do weightlifting, so that you know that. Because 82% of fat uh, muscle comes from fat. So that's fundamental that you have to know. Stretching is part of that also. Yes, we have to understand the circula circulatory activity that happens when you exercise versus normal circulation. Even if you do walking on a moderate basis. It's not going to do what you, you can do with moving fast, whatever that is. Swimming, by the way, is the best aerobic exercise, because it's the only exercise we know that 100% of your musculature is used as well as 100% of your brain. And yes, we know that your spiritual life, your emotional and spiritual life. One of the many books I wrote is called Emo Spirit, because I don't differentiate that for, to answer the question as clear as I can with you that connectivity with the universe, spirituality, religion, whatever it is. And then lastly, but not less, is you having friendship. Uh, two remarkable studies, one was stunning to me. Uh, over two generations, they looked at people who were lonely, chronically lonely people, recluse people. They died on an average of 15 years sooner than the average person in the population. Now, they didn't look at diet. They didn't look at anything else. They just looked at people who were chronically lonely. 
even a, a more frightening study when you get older, after the ripe young age of 65, I wish I was that young still, uh, you basically have three to four close friends or you die between seven and a half and eight years sooner than the rest of the population. So I hope that helps all the listeners out there. Thank you. Nick, are you ready to give your answer? Yes. Okay, so again, the, the main thing we're trying to get here is as specific as you can. We want to live to 100 in perfect health. What is the specific thing you are saying to do? The body responds properly in the basis of a whole food plant-based diet. I don't think there's any denying that. I've looked at the microscope for a better part of 45 years. And in the corner here, I have a drop of my blood and you can see the red cells, the white cells streaming along the immune system. And instantly when you consume processed sugar or oils and everyone's saying olive oil and Gundry's claiming you just drink that olive oil, you can put <laughs> olive oil on your skin. And much like Bernardo Lapello, who lived to 115 years of age, he wrote a book, Living Beyond 100. I would agree that it's safe and healthy to put oil on the skin, coconut oil or olive oil, but not to consume it. You eat the whole olives, the whole coconut. It's just like, look at the idea of consuming sugar. And everyone knows sugar is not good for you, but eat the whole beet, the whole sugar cane. Everyone agrees that's good for you. So let's get clear. People are trying to tell us and talk us out of eating fruit, of out of eating beans. Yes, you need to cook beans longer. I put them in a crock pot for three days and I do prepare beans and I love the beans with garlic and aromas and things in the house, but I don't add oil to the beans because that's going to alter. And every long lived culture in the world, whether it be the Asian, whether it's soybean, but I prefer the unprocessed edanami, I prefer uh, the lentil beans and the uh, pinto beans in Latin, and then the uh, Egyptian areas where they have garbanzo and Mediterranean. So the truth is the longest lived people like in Okinawa eat a lot of sweet potatoes, tubers. Tubers are wonderful and you can actually blend them. I take them in a blender and I put cold press uh, beet juice with green juice. And I then take whole fibrous yams and blend them together. So I have this nutrient dense. I don't want to be a scrawny vegan vegetarian. I've been plant-based vegan for 46 years. I'm turning uh, the age of 69 this year. I can outlift any person with weights. And I do a phenomenal 12-minute workout that literally takes all eight muscle groups to complete muscular failure because instead of waiting to the eighth, ninth rep where your coaches will tell you, well, that's the rep that really counts. No, accelerate that. Your body works on an eccentric concentric contraction system. Arthur Jones described this years ago, and he said the muscles recover within 72 hours. It doesn't mean you train the muscles every other day or every third day. As you reach my age, muscles atrophy rapidly. You train every day. My best client, 92 years old, Ray, would train three times a day. And it doesn't have to be long duration. It has to be higher intensity. <laughs> 